Hello and welcome to a new hiking pod. So I've not done one in a while, so I'm, uh, Molly and I rather are at Chaseside Walk. It's the walk between Strayfields Farm, where it starts basically on the private road on Strayfields Farm, and it takes you all the way to Hadley Road, uh, Trent Park. If you are going that the way that we go, obviously if you're going the other way because we're passing people. So it was, I think I've done quite a few. Molly, come here. So she's going towards the bridge, sorry, and there she's, she'll be out of sight then, uh, which is not good because uh, she's not really supposed to be off lead, but I didn't say that because um, she's on lead, yeah, she's on lead. Um, so, uh, yeah, so and this was created, so it used to be um, just, a, you know, one of the bog standard on the Ordnance Survey maps, bog standard routes. Uh, so there was, you know, like a through overgrown grass and stuff. This is very busy today, actually. This is like the third, like coming up to the third family we've passed. Normally, we have this place to ourselves, and that's what I was trying to say. So it used to be a, um, it was just like a path, you know, with a sty every now and then, and and then you'd cross that sty. And But now they've actually invested some money in it. Come here, Molly. Come here. Good girl. Hill. Good girl. Uh, and they've actually invested some money in it, wait, come on, and put in a gravel path. Now, I don't think I've, I don't recall anyway, um, recording any podcasts about it, but I have blogged about it and I think I've taken photos and stuff. So I know the last time I did this whole thing of uh, all of the signposts along the route because they're all kind of pretty and new and stuff. So. I think I did that. So this is, I think this is the first time I've actually done a proper podcast. Actually, I'd on it while we're doing it rather than uh, in retrospect. So, so it's this wonderful wide path. It's a good, I don't know, eight feet wide, I think, something like that uh, in most places. And they've put in these wonderfully, uh, tr these new trees. And when we first started, uh, when I first did the walk back in a very cold I think at the end of winter, I think it was. I remember being being very cold when I did it. Um, and it's one of those ones where I was kind of at a loss as to what to do for an adventure. And I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm going to go. Because I, I remember I didn't even take Molly. And I thought it'd be kind of cool to um, bring Molly and have this as a special route. So when I brought uh, first came over here back in winter, yeah, right, um, it, was, it was kind of like bare... Um, then there were these tiny little plastic tubes with the tree, the uh, saplings in, uh, or seedlings, what saplings, is that right? I can't remember, I don't know. But acting like I know what I'm talking about, I don't. Um, but now, um, it's kind of like, because of the, the wonderful summer that we've had, um, and now we're actually starting to get a bit of moisture and, and rain and stuff. Molly, wait, there's another, yeah, another family. And we normally don't see anybody, okay, but now it's like incredibly busy for some strange reason. Uh, and now it's kind of, it's, these trees are like a good 10 feet tall, some of these, say trees, baby trees, and some of these plants. So, um, Molly, come here, because there's another dog. Good girl, come here. Um, and so it's, uh, but it's, and I, I can't help but manage to think that in about 10 years time, once the trees have uh, thickened out, it's going to look amazing. Not that it doesn't now, but I can imagine it will be a proper woodland walk. And um, it will be a truly 
spectacular thing to see much like um walk at forty hall uh, and some of the stuff at uh, hilly fields so i reckon 10 years and some of these trees will be really tall enough to kind of produce a bit of cover and um it will look amazing good girl go but right now it's just a lovely country walk um because because it's a good field and uh, you know one of the things i realized i should be doing actually um is sort of a bit of investigation so i've joined the enfield society and one of my roles uh, my main role really as a as a volunteer at the enfield society is i uh, investigate photographs that we get donated and i try and work out what they are or what uh or what area the, the photographs are taken off and so i got i was i was given rather uh, a series of photographs that were potentially uh, this basically the old the chase i bought before the renovation and so i did say to myself that i would look and try and sort of place some of these places some of the, these sites um when i uh, am next there and this is that time uh, however which is actually a week later because it was last monday that i was there um however i have yet to see anything um, and I, I suspect that it's actually at the other end which will be my, my destination uh, when i arrive at um hadley road uh, to, to enter trent park at the other end of the walk so and so some of the, the great thing about this is that there's um oh, there's more people in the distance okay that's fine i can cope with that it's not a problem uh and the, the tree lines are still there so uh, despite uh, the f the fields uh, looking amazing and it being harvest time as well so we've gone past harvest moon now um well now the moon is waxing gibbous no, no it's not sorry it's waning gibbous correction correction it's waning gibbous uh and comes up late it's probably still up now actually thinking about it here in the uk um and uh it's looking um i should really take some pictures actually although saying that um <laughs> oh that's oh yeah that's one other thing i wanted to share with you molly come here good girl uh before i go i'll leave you with this little gem talking about photographs on the back end of the Enfield uh, society i've got into the habit now of taking photos and printing them right so come here come here so now i'm printing them uh, i can stick them up so i've got this um polaroid 300 camera which is super fun and it is super fun it's so much fun taking these photos uh, and then printing them off but then i realized that uh, i got when lucas and i went to uh, central london a couple of three weeks ago just before it's like one of the last activities that we did uh, for as at the end of summer before he went back to school we went sightseeing which he swears he doesn't like but does actually I got him a disposable camera and I was trying to explain to him that uh, taking photos and he had a 27 exposure which is not something that I remember having as a child right so I remember having 24 or 12 I think or 36 so I think it's 12 24 or 36 were the exposure films that you could buy and I had a 110 film I think camera that's what my mum bought me for my eighth birthday and I my ninth birthday I think I can't remember something like that and I would take pictures of scenery and stuff um, and 
it kind of fits in with this whole thing. Uh, try, so trying to explain that to Lucas, and it does fit in with this whole thing of what do you actually need to take pictures? You know, and how much technology, advanced technology, do you need to enjoy your hobby, right? So, you know, and I've talked about, I've done a whole podcast series on computing and podcasting and recording and f- filming. You know, even my films are done on phone. A phone. So... Uh, so why would taking pictures i mean i've got a dslr and and i'm not even going to pretend that i know what i'm doing with it because i don't you know i know about the the p setting and the a setting and the aperture and and being able to you know take pictures and blur out the background and stuff like that i know all of that but when i take pictures like that it's a faff you know it's because it's not something that particularly interests me because it's not something that i've ever used really you know i like to pretend that i no, I don't, actually. I think maybe for other people, for showing. But then I think all of the photographs that I've taken, and I love taking photographs, over the past, over 40 years, in fact, have been on a fixed lens. So it's like, I'm going to own it, I'm going to enjoy it, and I'm just going to, and my photos are as good as, as good as, good as. they're good for what I, Molly, come here. Come here. So I have to do that voice, otherwise she doesn't listen to me. Good girl. Just wait, because there's a dog up there, baby. Um, my photos are as good as anybody else's, really. Um, I'm not trying to win prizes um, and be the best photographer. I just want to take pictures that I like. So, um, so I've looked at buying. Um, Luke, so Lucas enjoyed using the um, disposable, and one of the things that uh, sort of came out was he couldn't grasp that he only had 10, 27 exposures right couldn't get his head around it come here because obviously he's grown up with digital with the uh digital cameras or in terms of well digital camera is one thing right um and using a digital phone to take camera so if you don't like the picture obviously you can just delete it and take another one but when you've got a disposable it's like you have to set that shot up and then it has to work and you're not going to know about that for two weeks until you get the film back um so i was trying to get that and he, he couldn't grasp it and he didn't quite understand that i used to take these kind of cameras on holiday and then that was it for the week i would have 27 photos he's like but i don't understand that bless him but he had great fun and he, he did lots of he took lots of scenery photos which is what i wanted him to do i wanted him to, to enjoy it and understand about winding on and you know you look through the viewfinder and that's it that's your screen that's you know you've got to hope that that works you know um and he enjoyed that process so that worked out quite well and then i'd taken a few pictures on my phone molly wait i've taken a few pictures on my phone so i've got this app called open camera and it's quite the quality is amazing really and it looks good come here the quality looks good on the screen um and you know that's kind of like what you want really but it never really translates to a computer screen which is a shame you know um maybe it's the quality of my screen on my computer or my graphics card it could well be um some of the time yeah um but when i print them off onto a six by four or eight by six they come out beautifully so 
I'm actually really happy with the quality and it's usually those instant print things um, so that size which is what I want you know is what I think you know to me that's my knowledge of what a photograph should be and how big it should be and how you have something tangible in your hand that you can look and say right this is a memory this is a, a second a, a fabricated second in time you know or millisecond or whatever it is and it works you know and it looks good so um, I've got a big stack of um, the uh, instant Kodak 300 pictures that I've taken of random stuff over the past year so that's going to sort of be the, the top part of the, the the display and then I'm just going to use a load of six by fours that we've taken and I think I've actually got some eight by sixes as well uh, of um, random stuff uh, and then I sort of you know just to try and get something so we can actually see you know it's tangible so we've got stuff on display uh, rather than it kind of being stuck on a phone and then get transferred to a computer and then sort of randomly sees the light of day when I remember I've got these photos you know which is not really what I want you know so so that's what we're working on now um, as well as just joined a band or put together a band didn't want to actually quite frankly I wanted to um, put together a band uh, and manage it and well I say manage it for a one one-off gig do the sound and then as it turns out the one person I asked to play bass can't do it so it's like oh great so now I've got to play bass uh, and now actually now I've actually spent about a week coming to terms with it actually quite liking the idea to be honest with you I even went out and bought some new bass strings and considering I play a six string bass that was really expensive I might add really expensive so it's well deserved uh, well yeah well needed not deserved well needed my, my bass strings are awful uh, currently and they've been on there a long time because I've just never pl haven't played it in years and I can feel my fingers being really slow so I've got to put in some serious practice uh, and it's with a group of musicians that I really like. It's not. Um, I've been in a band with Joe and Eddie before. Come here, Molly. They were clearly my first choice of musicians to uh, play with and jam with, uh, and they were totally up for it. I think um, they were actually quite excited. I wasn't expecting Joe to be into it at all, but he was, and he was kind of really. Uh, in fact, out of everybody, Joe's the one that's been. Um, most into talking about it actually and been quite vocal and sharing stuff on, on uh, messaging services with me uh, and making suggestions about what we should do so I kind of feel like my new string should arrive on Wednesday or Wednesday I think I'm hoping um, so so once they've been uh, they've arrived I can string restring my bass and then crack on and then Wednesday hopefully I'll get a, a practice bass amp um, because I think I meant, I don't know if I mentioned this before, I had this brainwave of an idea uh, where I was clearing stuff out and um, I thought, well, I'm not going to need my base amp anymore, so I'll um, get rid of it. And it was in the shed for two years, gathering dampness and mould and stuff. I'm sure it still works, but it's just not something I would want to rock up to a gig with. Um, and it looked pretty nasty. So... I thought, you know what, let's just get rid of it because it's unlikely that I'm going to be joining a band anytime soon. And of course, four weeks later, here I am. So, um, and it's not the kind of band where I want to uh, 
promote and publicise, and I think it's only going to be a one-off. So um, I say I think. I mean, I you know, semi-hoping it's only going to be a one-off. So it's meant to do raise money for a gala. Although, so I don't know. I don't know how because circumstances of some of the other musicians have changed now. So I know Eddie's just got married, and um, the lead singer Mark wants to has been well via his wife has made noises that he was looking to do something a bit more regular uh, and ever so slightly permanent although I don't know if I've got the time the energy or the gumption to actually do that but we'll see so um, we'll see we're, I, you know it's all I can say because um, it's you know it's a covers band and there are no shortage of covers bands in Enfield but then I kind of think I also know that as a 50-year-old man who struggles to write original material, no one's really interested in my original material, hence why I podcast and make films, because I struggle to get people interested in that. Well, I don't struggle to get people interested in that at all. That's a complete lie. I struggle to get people interested in it when I promote it. When other people promote my stuff, I do really well. So, because then, I don't know why that is. So, we'll see. That's the plan anyway. So, I think 17 minutes, that's a long podcast. Apologies for that. Wasn't expecting it to be this long. So, thank you for listening. And uh, I was kind of hoping that I would do a From the Other Edge, for the Other End of the Kingdom podcast. But it doesn't look like I'm going to get to do that. Because I don't have a car. And that's pretty much why, since... um, the last summer podcast that we did in Cornwall I've not been able to do anything because I've not really gone anywhere in terms of um, any great distance that I would do for a podcast so it kind of with the exception of this it kind of just felt like a bit old old hat I know I've done a couple of vlogs that, um, around the area but I think that was really just about testing out my camera skills and just getting itchy with the camera and wanting to uh, camera uh, the video phone um, so that I actually get some proper practice in with my editing because uh, Halloween's just around the corner and that's the next big project uh, so we got that one coming up and that's what we're working on next wait and that is going to be not helped by the fact that Molly trashed my green screen the other day without realising um, I've got another one but it just means I can use that for um, obscuring arms and stuff. That just means that I've got to buy a new one, really. Um, very soon. Right, I'm going to call it a day there. Thank you very much for listening. Look forward to speaking to you uh, next time. <laughs>